welcome to the July 31st edition of Cheap Ass Gamer Foreplay. It's episode number 10, and I am your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I'm your other host, Shipwreck. And we don't have a big announcement. We're not having any babies or anything. No babies. But congratulations to Cheapy. Yeah, that's really... Mrs. Cheapy. That's really exciting. Yes. We went to another baby shower this weekend, too. Yeah, but the baby was at the baby shower. There's yeah, a surprise. Had... Six weeks early. Congratulations. It's a birthday party now. Yes. One of my friends from high school had a baby, so congratulations to them. Yeah, it was exciting. Um, it was actually a busy week. We had uh, our friend Jason Isbell came into town. Uh, we talked about him a couple episodes ago. Right. Uh, his CD just came out, so he came to town. We went to his show. At Poison Room. Yeah, that was a little tiny bar in Cincinnati. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. And it was... Your sister's birthday. My sister's birthday, which is always a big extravaganza. So happy birthday to my sister because she listens. And... She also wanted to sponsor the show. Yeah, we, we didn't know that she understood <laughs> sponsoring. She's a, she's a teacher, so she doesn't have a lot of money. She can give me a 20. <laughs> Yeah, I could like getting a 20 out of her. <laughs> but anyway, we look forward to the uh, Baby Cheapy unboxing video. <laughs> I, no, no, that's not, no, I, you remember those shows on Lifetime that was a baby story and sometimes they would show way too much. You don't want to see that. No, I don't. I mean, I don't know that... <laughs> Yeah, that would get a lot of hits on YouTube, though. <laughs> Can you imagine the dig potential? <laughs> That'd yeah. be pretty funny. <laughs> All these little Japanese doctors running around, and then there's Cheapy being eight feet tall. <laughs> oh, that would be so much fun. Okay, we are totally off topic, and we're already two minutes into this. Well, let's get into what we talked about last week, then. Yes. Um, we missed a game last week. Somehow, Escape from Bug Island got past me on the Wii. And this is a game that's competing with Chicken Shoot for... The worst game ever? Worst game ever on the Wii, yes. Oh, good. Uh, okay. It's a survival horror horror type thing okay. where, as it states, you're trying to survive a bunch of bugs. And the, the graphics are supposed to be poor. The controls are supposed to be poor. Um, it's good. So it's Chicken Shoot with bugs. Not the same gameplay, bug but, shoot. but you'll have as much fun. You'll be running around shooting bugs. What else are they going to have you do? I think you can shake bugs off of you as well. Just get a big, big can of off. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that the Wiimote has... Do you have it on? Has, what? You don't even remember the commercials. No, I don't. What do you Well, mean? I've got it on. <laughs> oh, my. This is like... It's only appropriate that you're telling the worst jokes ever while he's talking about the worst game ever. Okay, focus. Okay. Focus. I'm focused. Go ahead. And now I don't remember what I was going to say. Well, let's move on to the next game then. Okay. And that is Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3, which got delayed. Yeah, right at the last second, uh, Atlas put out a announcement that the art books weren't going to be ready in time. It's really unlike Atlas to... Delay their games. Well, that close to launch. It was kind of strange. But apparently the free art book that's coming with the game... um, Didn't look so hot. I think they were just having trouble with manufacturing. Mm. So that's supposed to come on August 14th now, uh, along with the free soundtrack still. 
Okay. So I'm sure we'll talk about that in a couple weeks. Okay. And then show notes. You were going to put up show notes about the things we talked about, and you didn't. I had the best intentions. I even started to do them. You usually have the best intentions. And it's pretty much the story of my life. (laughs) Sure, honey, I really intended to take the garbage out, but... Well, PlayStation 3 just popped right up there. This was the equivalent of taking the trash out of the trash can and taking it and setting it in front of the front door. Yeah, you do that a lot. And then never taking it out. Because I had put together partial show notes. Okay. And I had gotten some links together and everything. And then uh, it just got to the point where it was a little bit too late in the week to make it worthwhile. So this week, while I was putting together the show... I put together the links and everything, so it shouldn't take me long to get show notes up this week. Okay, and we should throw it out there that I am on call. So, you might hear a little, uh... There might be some, uh... Some brief, uh, intermissions now and then. Right, which we'll kind of splice together. Hopefully the they evil, won't go If the evil phone goes off. Yes, the evil cell phone that calls you into work. Yes. So, let's see. And this is going to be the last week, probably, that we are recording... Just straight to the MacBook. Right, because we looked at microphones. Right, now I'm going to order some microphones off Amazon on Wednesday. So those should be here, hopefully, by the time we record next week. So we should be getting much better sound quality next week. Good. Well, those are things to look forward to. Yes. Um, Down with the ships. Sounds good. What have we been up to? We've been watching more chick flicks on the PS3. And I have to say... There were some people that said that The Devil Wears Prada is by far the the best chick flick. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. You got bored out of your mind. There was nothing there to keep me entertained, really. Well, but that's because you don't like... Uh, Fashion? What's her name? Anne Hathaway? Yeah. I don't have a problem with Anne Hathaway. She's just not going to keep me interested in looking at the screen for two hours. See, I think for some people she would. Especially when she started dressing nice. See, I thought she looked better before she started dressing nice. When she had the plaid skirt on? With the frizzy hair? I don't like the, the, bad the high-maintenance look that the all that Prada and whatever brands they were, else were on there that weren't in the title of the movie. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. I don't think you could name one other designer in that movie. Um, yeah, okay. Fair Is enough. Is Vera Wang in there? Yeah. That's I don't the know. Other I don't know if they ever mentioned. Okay. They mentioned Calvin Klein, I think. Yes. I got that one. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we watched that, and then we also watched Music and Lyrics. Which you had seen before. Right. And it was okay. I enjoyed it all right. It's entertaining. For a chick flick. Yeah. I like the good 80s throwback, goofy music video. Yes. Uh, Pop Goes My Heart? Yes, which yes. now that you've said that, it'll be stuck in my head for the rest of the night. I, I was kind of humming those at work today. You do. They get in your head. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, And then another PlayStation 3 news. Uh, I tried to play Bust a Groove. Right, um, which is a game that you love and you're very good at. Yeah, this is a PlayStation 1 game for those not familiar with it. It's a dancing rhythm game, but it's really made to be played with the controllers. Right, um, not with a dance pad. Right. Um, and this was one of my favorite games on PS1. So one day when you were still at work, uh, I just saw it on the shelf. And I was like, oh, I'll stick that in the PS3 and play a little bit. And unfortunately, there was so much lag for some reason. I don't know if it was... 
I think it's just the combination of the wireless controllers, the lag that HD can get with non-HD. Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? I don't know. H- without an HD source. Okay. Uh, HD can cause some lag. And then I think maybe just the emulator or the chip inside the PS3 might be a little laggy. Because it was but way off. Game, yeah, well, it wasn't way off, but it was like a half second off maybe. And in a game where it's a rhythm game, that was it's completely, yeah, you can't play it. So yeah. that was kind of disappointing to me. That couldn't play one of my favorite PS1 games. Well... They'll come out with Bust a Move for the PS2. Not Bust a Move, Bust a Groove. They stopped yeah, making them. I know. Oh. Yeah, there was only two of them. Well, I'm sorry. That's all right. I'll I'll be okay. But you've been playing other things. Yes, you've I... still been playing Dragon Quest Heroes, Rocket Slime. Well, I finished that up. Uh, oh, completely. Uh, yeah, I finished it up a couple days ago. I rescued all 100 slimes, That's so they're good. all safe back at home. Good. Um, I didn't get a hundred percent complete file or anything, because right. a lot of it was, you can capture the enemies that you fight against, and if you capture 30 of them, you get a silver statue. If you capture 60 of them, you get a gold statue. So you didn't feel like going and I didn't feel like just going back and doing that a whole bunch of times. Oh. Um, but I love the game. Okay. We talked about it last week. It's an adventure game, um, kind of akin to a Zelda type of thing. It's, it's on the easy side, but it's still enjoyable. So I'll probably play that next. I've been playing Magical Star Sign, which is good. It's it's okay. I mean, it, it's an okay RPG. It's a little repetitive at times, but... And this is your standard turn-based RPG, right? Yes. Okay. It's okay. There was one... You've been battle. playing it a lot, though. Well, no, I've been playing it a lot time-wise, but I got stuck on that battle last week that I could not beat the stupid character, and then you kept calling me on the phone to interrupt the games and asking me stupid questions at the grocery store. So, yeah, it, it was a little frustrating. But, it's I mean, it's good. It's its decent. It's not a fabulous RPG, but it's not bad. How far into it do you think you are? About halfway. About halfway, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you've been playing Overlord. Yeah, I got that in the mail uh, from Cheapy um, this last week, and I put a couple hours into it. Um, it looks like fun. Yeah, we talked about this about three or four episodes ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember the game. Yeah, it's, this is the game. Kind of like a where you are. They resurrect your character from the dead, right. and you are this evil overlord. You have little uh, uh, minions, minions that run around. They look like little gremlins. Yeah, they kind of look like good gremlins. Um, and you have different varieties. Right now, I only have two unlocked. I have the standard brown ones, which are your warrior type. They and then you have red ones. Fight. And then I have the red ones, which are the fire ones. And it's it's really a fun game. You you uh, basically do all the combat by every time you kill something, it has an orb, or they or your little minions find orbs and they bring them back to you. And that's how you can uh, resurrect or. Uh, create more minions. Oh. And you have certain limits of the number of minions you can have. So you have to kind of uh, decide how many red ones you want and how much type. brown one how many brown ones. Um, because they have different skills. The red ones are more ranged attacks. And you uh. can you can select the different uh, kinds and set them up in points. Like you can set the red ones at a certain point and then chase with the brown ones to make the guys that you're trying to kill. So it's a little strategy. It's it's a slight bit of strategy. 
um, fun. But it has a few issues. Like it's not a it's not a perfect game by any means. Um, I've had some issues where my minions don't respond right away, and so I'll have to. Uh, the way you control them is with the right stick, and you mm-hmm. kind of steer them where you want them to go. But sometimes they'll come back and they'll get around me, but then they won't respond to the right stick. So I'll have to like walk around and get to a collect different. Collect them all. Not really collect them all. They're all right there with me. Just but I just have to move somewhere because it like gets hung up on something or oh, I don't know okay. what's going on. But then if I move around a little bit, then I can move it. And that's a little tricky too because you can't control the camera. Because the right analog stick is controls the minions. Controls the minions. Got it. So you can click in on the cam on the right stick, and you can get like a far away view or in close view. But sometimes those aren't that great. Yeah. And there's no map. That might be the biggest issue with all oh, that's altogether. Annoying. So you can't tell where you've been. Where or... you've been, and there's a little bit of backtracking in areas. And there'll be a door that opens up in a cutscene, and you have no, have no idea. idea where that door is at. So you just have to wander around and look for things to kill. Huh. But I like it. it. It's enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's been pretty fun. It's got a good sense of, sense of humor, too. Well, that's good. So definitely a game to pick up. Yep. Um, you've been playing Crush. Yes, I bought that this week. Um, I had one of those $5 off at EB uh, coupons that were out there for used PSP games. And we probably talked about this one about the same time we did on Overlord on the last show. Yeah. Uh, this is the... 2D slash 3D uh, platforming puzzle game. Okay. Where you go inside this character called Danny's head, mm-hmm. and he's suffering from amnesia or amnesia. No. <laughs> what is it when you can't sleep? Insom- insomnia. Insomnia. Yes. Amnesia is when you can't remember. Right. I couldn't remember what what it was. Yeah. That, there's irony there. That, yeah. <laughs> it's not lost on me. <laughs> Okay. Just explaining. Yes. But so you go inside his head to try to cure him. Okay. And by to do this you have to solve these puzzles. Well that's um, a different concept. Yeah, and my biggest issue I didn't pick it up right away at the thirty dollar point, I ended up picking it up for twenty dollars after coupon. Um was that I didn't really like the art style. And in the past some of these games haven't controlled well with the camera. Okay. And I kinda I was kinda well, worried PSP games, that's yeah, that's a big issue it's, with me on PSP games. Right, it's the um, And some of the previews I read kind of worried me because you could crush from a whole bunch of different angles, but it really isn't that way. You can only crush from, like, you control the camera with a D-pad. Okay. So you can only crush... Now, what is crush? Crush is changing from 2D to 3D. Okay. So you uh, didn't say that. That's key. All right. right, move on. Okay. Uh so you can only crush in the directions, like in standard, like uh, you rotate 90 degrees on the D-pad. Uh, the camera okay. rotates, rotates. And then you can also rotate uh, so you're looking straight down at the character. Okay. So you have those five planes. So you have some control yeah, over what you're looking at. Right. And it's a clever little puzzle game. It's it's not bad uh, controls-wise. Um, and it's a game that you can play through and... Keep going through the game without finding all the hidden items uh, if you just want to play through it. And that way you don't get stuck on a level, too, which I like. Okay, yeah, because you don't like to collect everything. That's more of a thing with me. Well, it's the kind of game, too, once you figure out where you're supposed to be crushing in a level, then you could go back and do it over again real quick to get a better score because it rates you from A to F. 
uh, I'm not really sure what those ratings do, if anything. Okay. But, um... Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying it so far. You also bought Planet Puzzle League. Yeah, I got this for... Uh, Burt's. Yeah, for $15 used, um, which I thought was a pretty good deal on it. So you haven't started that yet? Uh, I played a couple games of it. Okay. I can tell already that it's, it's a little bit too sterile for me. Like, the gameplay is all there. It's, it's all good. But I... I kind of liked having it with the Pokemon theme like it was on the N64. Yeah. But this one's just, there's no characters or anything. Um, but the gameplay's good. I think a lot of the appeal is playing online against people. Yeah. And I don't know if I'll do that. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll play through it. It has a puzzle mode uh, where you have to solve the puzzle, make all the blocks disappear with a certain amount of moves. Well, that's fun. Yeah. So, starting some new stuff. I'm going to start playing uh, Touch Detective, but we need to buy a copy of Touch Detective. Yeah, because I still haven't figured out if you can delete my save file or not. I don't think you can. But, uh, anyway, we also had a little bit of a shopping excursion on yeah, on Sunday did. morning. You uh, went and bought Marketplace cards and headsets. A headset. Yes. The nerdy football headset. <laughs> well... Yes, I, I... I'm not wearing it. I get the normal little headset, and you can have the big... I'm pretending to be a football coach headset. Right, one of, one of our Xbox 360 headsets is on the outs. It's dead. Uh, so, I needed to get a new headset, and Circuit City had that uh, buy two Xbox Live accessories, get $20 off. Right, but that's not what on. you did. But that's not what I did. That was my intention. But once I got there... You found these that for even cheaper... Yes. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, I found one of the EA uh, NFL headsets that looks like what the head coaches wear. Yeah. Because um, they look so cool out there wearing those. <laughs> you gonna, like, it was all about the price. A clipboard? I got you have it for a clipboard like... in front of your face so I can't read your lips <laughs> while you're talking. Because <laughs> that would just make it. <laughs> as long as you don't expect I mean, he comes home and he's like, look what I got. And I'm thinking it was my headset that died, and there's no way I'm wearing that thing. Right. So as no, long you'll, as we you'll wear the normal headset, I'll wear this this big. That would make one. a heck of a video podcast, right there. People commented that we need to do a video podcast. I think we're a little ways off from that. That is a lot of effort as far as editing and preparing for and all that type of thing. I like doing the podcast in my pajamas. Right. Which. I don't think people would have a problem with you doing them no, in your pajamas. No, but I don't think I want to do the podcast in my pajamas. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, so I got that big honking headset. And right. the, the funny thing is I get there like two minutes before Circuit City opens. There's already a couple guys milling around the, right. around the front doors. So I walk up to the front doors, and I'm just waiting there patiently. As soon as the door opens, it's Olympic speed walking time. <laughs> and I wasn't familiar with this. Like, I don't go to the Circuit City very often because we just moved to this area. Right. So this was the closest one, which I haven't been to. And so it's just a mad speed walking dash. From and a, they were all there for the same deal? I, it was me and one other guy. Okay. And, and so did he want points? He took a left, and I took the center aisle because I, I just I had a feeling. Okay. <laughs> and so... We got we got to the uh, accessories at the same time, and he's looking, but I have better hand-eye coordination. So 
I find them first. And he wanted the points too. We shared. Okay. We shared. Uh, so there, there was six of them there. Uh, he ended up taking two. I ended up taking four. Um, and so it get up to the register. And by now, all CAGs know that Circuit City, whoever's doing the deal input on their computer system, yeah, is doing a horrible job because he okay. gets deals wrong every week. So I get up there, and of course, these things don't ring up. Right, but it's on the ad. It's in the ad, but they there's some crazy like 10% off sale going on that brought them down to like 17.99, and then the deal wasn't applying. So I had to get the manager to come over, and they finally adjusted it. It wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, but. Uh, they ended up taking even more discounts off. So I ended up walking out with the four uh, points cards and the, the headset, headset for a little under $50 well, that's after good. tax and everything. So, Well, good job. Yes. I'm glad you shared. You knew I would have been mad at you if you would have. I, I share. I I don't have a problem sharing with other CAGs. I mean, I get upset. If, Did you know if he was a CAG? Oh, I don't know if he was a CAG or not, no. But still, somebody that wanted those points. And yeah, I even told him. When we were standing back there with the points, I'm like, I have a very good feeling that these aren't going to ring up right on the at the register. Yeah. But, well, maybe it was somebody that listens, and they're going to like recognize the story and go, "Hmm, that must have been shipwreck." Or it could be the three or four other guys that showed up a little bit later that were just kind of staring their glassy eyed at. The <laughs> Don't tell me that is the rack dead. where all the points were at. <sighs> all right. Well, when you only have six of them in the store. With a deal well, like I that. I know, but you know that I get upset when people But CAG should still check later in the week because there's a good chance they get restocks on this type of thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to new releases because I have been dying to talk about this first one. I know you have. You're looking forward to the movie that's coming out too, right? Why do you make me talk about these stupid pet simulator games? It's not fair. Bratz Ponies. With twosies is out. Twosies. If you thought horses was not enough Z's, you've got. Do you think there'll ever be a game like? Could we handle a game with three Z's in the title? I mean, what? I don't know. Like what? I don't even know what animal you could work it in to have three Z's. Bratz zebras. There you go. I don't know if it counts if it's the front though. I think it could. I don't know. Moving on, though. Yeah, it's Bratz. Tell me about this Bratz. Now, are you a brat that has a horse? That I'm not sure of, but the whole point is that you're going to this island. Sounds fun. And you're competing in the Bratz Ponies beauty pageant. (laughs) No, there's just one. Dang it. That was perfect. Um, but, yeah, that's what you do. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, and there's a movie coming out, which we've seen previews for, so if you're really into Bratz, that's what I got. I mean, I seriously, I could not bring myself to really care anymore about this game. How much is it? It is... Mm, that's for sure. $30. Oh, but there's a discount. Oh, Where, yeah. Where's the discount from? Deep discount. And it's $19 shipped. So if you're thinking, eh, Bratz ponies for $30 too much, but $19, and those are dollars with a Z, you should buy it at deep discount. That's all I have to say. Sounds good. A lot of little girls are going to be happy. Yeah, there will be a lot of little girls. 
And I should have told... The Hopefully last time Grandma at, knows about deepdiscount.com. Where, where were we at the last time when I talked the girl out of buying... We were at GameStop. And you, <laughs> you were telling her which pony game was better than the other one. Because I knew. Because <laughs> she had them both. She All had your research pony friends. Was put the and years. she had horses. And I could tell her, eh, you want to go with that one. Because that one's I better. I think you recommended Pony Friends. I did. Pony Friends was supposed to be the better game. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, nice. she probably thought I was nuts. It's all worth it. But I also told her not to buy the new copy of Harvest Moon. I told her to buy the used copy and save herself $5. Yeah, she was very happy with that. She was, because it was her hard-earned money that she got from trading in the Zelda game. Yeah, she traded in the Zelda Collector's Edition and got a good chunk of change for that. Yeah. So there you go. My research pays off. My Let's move on from Bratz Ponies. Thank God. Uh, next game is mine, uh, Brave Story, New Traveler. This is a new RPG for the PSP. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know, because y- you know when you s- like, there's a phrase and it's like, same story, new... It just seems like it shouldn't be Brave Story, it should be like, same story, new traveler, duh. Well, it's kind of that, it is kind of that way, because Brave Story is, it was originally a novel in Japan. Okay, game became- based on novels, check. No, no, this isn't based on the novel. Uh, then it became a manga. Okay. Then it became an anime movie. Okay. And this is based in this... The game is based in the same universe, but with new characters. Oh. So, it's got some of the characters from... from uh, I don't... I'm not familiar with this franchise. It's the Brave Story franchise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's got some of the characters from there. Uh, but... You play as a new character, and, and their travelers is... Hence the new traveler. Yeah. Got it. Travelers are people that can go between our world and the world of vision. Okay. Which, our world is like a modern-day world. Okay. And the world of vision is... Um, it's kind of like kind of a medieval fantasy, your typical RPG world. Okay. Um, so you get, it's a typical RPG, too. Because it's turn-based battles. All right. You have rel- or, um, random encounters. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure uh, there's a party of people that you. Yes, there's a party on. of three, three people counting yourself. And you get to update your skills. And yeah, you get to update and... your skills. Um, you get to attach gems to your sword. Oh, ver- I like that. Very much like Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Um, you get to uh, do build up your. Attacks over time, they they uh, increase in strength, so you can do these uh, brave powers, which are kind of like your magic. And there's this uh, kind of group uh, skill, too, that as you are with the same people for longer, you learn new skills. You that, bond. Yeah, you bond together, and you have, like, double-team moves that, mm. that you can do. Well, that sounds like fun. And, yeah, it... It seems like a good RPG. It doesn't seem like anything groundbreaking or anything. But the graphics look nice. Um, and what's this for? This is for the PSP. PSP. Okay. Um, I think it actually came out for a couple different systems overseas in Japan. But here it just come, is coming out for the PSP. Um, and it's a $40 game, but Deep Discount has it for $34 shipped. Wow, Deep Discount's providing us a lot of... Uh, They're doing a good job this week. Good deals. Um and I don't know. You get brave story, new traveler, and Bratz ponies. <laughs> yes. Um, For about the same price as you could just get Bratz 
ponies by itself. What a deal. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still thinking Brave Story ponies. for me is probably around a $20 game. All these games. Well, you're not a big RPG fan. Well, I am. I just like picking them up on the cheap. Right. That means you're not a big RPG fan. If you were a real RPG fan, you'd buy them when they were brand new. There's just too many of them to buy brand new. Yeah, but they're not all good. No, but I think this one is good enough. Okay. Well, the next game I get to talk about, and that is Chameleon to Die, D-Y-E, for. To Die for. You missed the exclamation point at the end. Exclamation point. I'm just glad that there's not a Z on the end of something. So this game, the game board is set up with little, I don't know, just like a whole bunch of little... It's hex-based, right? Yeah, they're all hexagons. And you run around and you change the color of the hexagons to your color. And the goal is to, this is really tricky, get the most hexagons to be your color. I think I understand that. So, I don't know much about this game, but... But, it's $20, and there are no deals, and it's on the DS, and it seems to me like this game would be kind of boring to play by myself, and what I kept thinking is, this is just like the paintball mode in Bomberman. I, well, the color, getting the most colors, it sounds like it is, but without knowing, I tried to look at it a little bit too, and it didn't really... So, I don't know. I really couldn't tell what kind of game it was. I don't know, it's not, not fabulous. Well, it's. We talked about it briefly last week, too, as possibly coming out last week, which it didn't. Right. So maybe it'll come out this week. But, okay. uh. The next one's yours, too? Oh. The good Another stuff f- just doesn't even. doesn't stop coming, people. <laughs> so, Drake and Josh Talent if, Showdown. If you really like crappy games, you <laughs> are gonna get hit in the wallet this week. You are. You are gonna be flat broke. Well, Tell me about this game. Though. I don't know that this game is crappy. No, I don't either, but I, I'm just for, saying in, it's in for general. It's the DS. It's based on the Nickelodeon... Oh, gosh. It's based on the Nickelodeon show Drake and Josh with two, like, high school kids. I don't know. How old do you think they are? 15? I don't I don't ever see them driving anywhere, but they've got jobs. So I'm guessing 15 <laughs> or 16. <laughs> and they're How many brothers. you watching this, first of all? Well, I sat here for about an hour and watched two <laughs> <Today>. shows. <laughs> I've seen one beforehand. Right. We have nieces, and these are like the teeny boppers okay. of our, you know, like you said, it's like the Save by the Bell of our generation. But anyway, the one kid, Drake, is a musician. In right. real life He's and the, He on seems the show. to be the talent of the show. Yeah. No, they're both about equal. But anyway, that's beside the point. Don't. You're getting me off on tangents about Drake and Josh. Let me just get through the description of the game. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so there's like an American Idol type show going on, but it's not American Idol because obviously that would cost a bazillion trillion dollars to get that. Uh, so Josh's in. talent will obviously be singing and playing guitar. Or no, that's Drake. Drake's Drake. talent would be singing and playing guitar. Josh's talent would be being fat and then getting really skinny and unrecognizable. You're being mean today. <laughs> that kid lost, like, I don't know, 100 pounds. And he's well, on I know, national but his TV. Ta- you can't lose the 20 pounds. It seemed pounds like his talent be was being the lovable not fat guy. on national TV. You can't be the lovable skinny guy. Okay, it's a game. And okay. you're trying to 
perfect the band skills to get ahead in this competition. That is what I know. It is for $30. There are no deals. Sold. <laughs> you are being awful. Well, I, I work with what they give us. <laughs> You're making fun of this kid? No telling? He's like... Oh, uh, he's much richer than I am. He is much richer. Yes. Way to go, Josh. All right. Talk about Glory Days 2. Yes. The sequel to the... Glory Days 1? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the popular Bruce Springsteen <laughs> song. Oh, um, yeah. No, that's going to be in my head now. Yeah, yeah. That was in my head that while pop, I was looking at this. Pop goes my heart. Yes. Well, Glory music. Days 2, I have no idea where Glory Days 1 was from. Did you not but Wikipedia it? I didn't bother. I could probably... Uh, I've never heard of Glory Days. It might have not come out here in the States. If I am on Wikipedia looking up Bratz Ponies, you sure as heck better be on there looking up Glory Days 1. I researched the game. I just didn't look to see if there was actually a Glory Days 1 or not. Well, it'd be kind of stupid if there wasn't. I wouldn't put it past them. Um, So this game is for the DS. It's a strategy slash shooting game. On the top screen, you control... Either a helicopter or a airplane of some sort. Okay. And you're going around and you are dropping bombs or shooting other things down. But you can deploy troops or you can pick land and pick up troops. And, and on the bottom screen? Yeah, and, and uh, it's all like it's all 2D scrolling, but you can scroll left or right. It wraps around. Um so okay. it's not like an overhead view or anything, it's from the right. side. Right, I got it. Okay. Uh and so you can pick up the troops, and you can have, like, parachute troops, uh, paratroopers, I think. civilians, according to your Yeah, and point. you can rescue civilians that way. You can <laughs> capture bunkers. You're reading my bullet points. <laughs> it's like I'm psychic. Yes. But, uh, so it looks like it's light on the strategy. Okay. Um, and it's all in real time, obviously. You're controlling the your plane or your helicopter with the stylus. Uh, to fly them around, or you can control the D-pad. Well, that could but be interesting. The graphics looked, eh, not so well, great. Well, DS. Yeah. It's well, but they can still look inspired, at least. This just looks... It doesn't look inspired. It wouldn't surprise me if Glory Days 1 was a Flash game, maybe? On, like, a free Flash game? Well, maybe somebody, not me, should have looked this up ahead of time. One of our listeners, perhaps. I was not in a bickering mood when we came into this, but sometimes this show just makes me want to smack you. Well, anyways, there's no deals for Glory Days, so... Sadly. $30. Um, I get to talk about Harvest Moon Boy and Girl, which is pretty quick because it's a port. It's Harvest Moon Back to Nature for the PS1. It's that game, only you have the choice of being a boy or a girl, uh, whereas on the PS1 version you didn't. And it's also almost exactly the same as Friends of Mineral Town for the Game Boy Advance, which was also a port of Harvest Moon Back to Nature for the PS1. So, um, again, I love the Harvest Moon games, but... This was actually the first one that you played, I think, on right. PlayStation. And I really liked it. Right, you played it I'm nonstop. sick of the same game coming out, though. I'm getting pretty bored. I, I'm pretty sure this was the same game on the N64 as well. The last well. one that I really enjoyed was uh, Musical Melodies. But, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Just no, and I take that back. There was I one. I think it's magic then. or melody, maybe. Wh- whatever. We got it wrong last time we talked about it. Anyway. But I, I, there was one since then too that I liked. I'm just ready for the. You liked Innocent Life, right? A little bit. Yeah, I did. Well, okay. no, there was an actual Harvest Moon between those. But anyway, I like the I like the the games. I'm just ready for them to come out with something new. And if you are, you know, echoing my thoughts on that one, then you should just save your money until August. August 15th? I think it's 14th. 14th. Um, the new Harvest Moon game for the DS is coming out, and that will be new, not a port from anywhere, so... That one's the one that has, is in a fantasy setting. So you can actually get to fight stuff in that one. And the Rune Factory is the game we're talking about. I have to fight things? Yeah, there's like dungeons and stuff. We'll talk about it here in a couple Well, that weeks. would be fun. Yeah, it looks like it'll be much... More. more entertaining. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, that looks like fun to me, so... I don't know. If you've never played a Harvest Moon game before, this one's going to be $30. You'll be able to play it on your PSP. You know, maybe it'll get you into the franchise. It's a very solid game. I mean, I it play is. a little bit of it, too. It's just repetitive. Which, right. That's what it's you get It's repetitive when you Moon. played the same game eight times, too. It's like repet- repetition on top of repetition. So... All right, let's move on. Okay, this is probably the biggest release of the week. This is the biggest release of the week. Mario Strikers Charged for the Wii. The first real game to use. Online. Online. Uh, Here in the States, at least. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it supports four players online. Right. If you're not familiar with this series, it's arcade soccer with Mario characters. Right. It's very fun. Uh, Yeah, it's an incredibly fun series. At least the last one was. And uh, the Sega Soccer Slam... Um, was from the same developers or whatever. Okay. Uh, so they're similar style. Um, the problem with this is it doesn't even use the friend codes that are already on your Wii. It has specific friend codes for the game. So Oh, you have to enter more friend codes. That is so annoying. Yes. Like, I, I'm not pro 360 or PlayStation 3 or Wii. I like them all. But it's so nice to just go on your list of friends and say, hey, look, I want to play with this person. Right. Which you can do that in this one once you have both entered the friend codes. The codes. Uh-huh. From that point on, you can start it up. But still, you're not gonna, you can't communicate with them at all in the game. So you can't voice chat or uh, text chat. So what's the point? That's kind of how I feel. Like... I, mean, I know I why Nintendo did know this. Know that you're playing against somebody that's a real person and not the computer, right? But and Nintendo did this to make it so there's not the child predators online, right? Because if nobody can talk, you're just playing a soccer game, right? And I, and you, you can, know, based you can, on the gameplay and the games that they have out, Nintendo probably has to worry about that a little bit more than. Well, they're just more protective overall, too. They've got a very family-friendly... overall, their fan base... Their user base is probably slightly younger. Uh, well, a lot of grandmas picked up the Wii, too. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But, uh, that was true probably in the past, but it's a family-oriented system. Right. So, you can go on without putting any friend codes and just get, like, random matches against people. Okay. But, I... I don't know how... I mean, that'll be... If you're looking for online play, this is what you get on the Wii. But it's widescreen? Yeah, it's true widescreen this time. That's nice. Um, and it's got the same mega strikes that you can build up with your 
main character, the way things work in this game is you pick your primary character. So you pick your Yoshi or your Mario or... Uh, You're always Yoshi. Yeah, I would be Yoshi if I played this game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then you get to pick your sidekicks to go along with you. Okay. So you have like your Boo and your Koopas and that type of thing. Okay. And so only your primary character, I guess it's your superstar, uh, can do these mega strikes. Which when you do a mega strike, it can split the ball up into six different balls. And if all of them score, you get six goals. Oh, that's kind of cool. But this time around, with uh, the Wiimote, the goalie for the other team, when this happens, can point at the balls to block them. Um, So if there's like a counter this time. Or in the past, there wasn't really a counter for it. And the whole thing controls, there's not that many Wiimote controls per se. Okay. It still controls like the old version as close as it can. You move with the analog stick on the nunchuck. Okay. And use the, the buttons on the Wii mode and the nunchuck to control things. Um, you can shake your controller to perform the knockdown move. Like you can bowl over the other characters. Okay. To knock them off the ball and that type of thing. And the sidekicks now have they're not these mega strikes, but they're they have special moves that they can do. So well. it's not just as boring with the sidekick. Right. Well, in the, in the last one, you couldn't even pick your sidekicks. Okay. Um, so it's on sale at Family Video for $44 shipped. Okay. And there's also a coupon if you're a first-time user there. Uh, there's a coupon on their site where you can get $5 off more. So you can get it for $39 shipped. Okay. Um, and Circuit City has their deal where if they don't have it in stock by 2 p.m. on... Wednesday. This Tuesday. No, Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. They don't have it on stock by 2 p.m. on Tuesday. You get a $20 gift card. Okay. Looks like a good game. Yeah, you'll probably go pick it up, huh? I probably will. I might take advantage. If Circuit City doesn't have it, I'll get the $20 gift card and pick it up there. If not, I might take advantage of that family video deal. Okay. Well, you also get to talk about Pet Alien and Intergalactic Puzzle Palooza. Did you Seriously? know? Seriously? Yes. That is the name? Pet Alien and Intergalactic Puzzle Palooza. This was a TV show, apparently. Pet Alien was a TV show on Cartoon Network. Huh. That really? got canceled before this game came out, apparently. Like, That's this, be recently? Because a... we have Cartoon Network. Yeah, I looked at it, it got canceled like in 2005. Oops, did no one tell a developer? <laughs> That's got to be a hard position to be in as a publisher or developer of this game. You have this license that is now defunct, but you've paid for this license. So you might as well you try it. You might as well try it. Well, it's $30 on the DS. It's a platformer puzzle game? Yeah, you're kind of stuck in these mazes. Uh, the story behind this, if you happen there's to miss... There's a story? If you happen to miss the TV show, uh, there's this boy named Tommy, and... These aliens come down, okay. and they become his pets. Okay. He's the only one that can see the aliens, Okay. even though they are these big, huge creatures or weird-looking creatures, and they all have like different abilities and that type of thing. Right. So the levels are set up kind of like mazes, okay. and you have like an over- overhead view, but it's all in 3D still, but it's still seen from the top, and you have to uh, figure out how to get through the mazes. Um it actually doesn't sound too terrible. No, it sounds different. Um, and not different bad, but I mean different like isn't something new. 
Right, but it's still a license. How are the graphics? They're actually pretty decent. Hmm. Um, well, that might be a pick it up when it's, you know, $10. Maybe check cheaper. out some more reviews on it. Like some, I think this came out in Europe early, and it's getting very mediocre reviews, like um, fives and sixes. Well, then, yeah, then it would be a $10 game. Yeah, so it is a deep discount right now for $19 shipped. Okay, well, I get the next puzzle game, which is Pit Cross. This one looks interesting to me. Yeah, so what Pit Cross is, is you have a grid, and it looks very much like a Sudoku grid, except for it doesn't have the random numbers. So it's columns and rows. And on the left-hand side, next to all the rows, there are numbers. And the numbers tell you how many pixels you need to place. So... If next to the row it says two, comma six, comma four, you're gonna oh, have dear God, two lost pixels. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not it's like drawing on graph paper. Okay. So it tells you how many pixels you need to like in what set. So you put two pixels together, and then what did I say? Six pixels, and then four pixels. But you don't know how many spaces are in between them, and you don't know where to start. Oh, okay. And the same thing vertical. But if you place them kind all in the of, right place, it's like Sudoku Kind of like pixels. a reverse battleship. Kind of. Idea there. But it draws a picture. Right. Right. I, I, I knew that that was the ultimate goal. Right. Was but to get this. It's, it's these little pictures. I, I don't know. I mean, it's like drawing pictures on graph paper. So there's a really good, if you go to Wikipedia, it's called, the style of game that it is is called Nanogram. And if you Wikipedia nanogram, it has a really good animation GIF that shows you someone playing. And it shows you building this picture of a soccer player. And that was the only way I could figure out what the hell the gameplay was like. I Everybody that's played it likes it. No, I mean, it looks like fun, but it's just one of those things that until you actually sit down and mess with it, it's kind of hard to figure out. I mean, it's not a type of game that you would explain to someone verbally how to play. Which is kind of what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Which is what you just tried to do, yes. Right. But I, I I, get what you're saying, I think. Just go on to Wikipedia and look at this picture and it'll help you. Okay. Well, it's only $20 is the great yeah, thing about it. Yeah, and it looks good. I mean, I don't... The last one was Mario Pit Cross. That was way back on the Game Boy. For the Game Boy. And that one, being a Mario game, has gained some value because of the Mario in the title, but... Um, it looks like fun. I mean, the thing is, the thing that I'm disappointed in is, is that the DS version, it's still black and white pictures that you're creating, and these nanogram puzzles, theoretically, you can do them in color. Like, it'll tell you, like, in the list, when it lists out the numbers that you're placing, it'll have different colors. So then it comes almost like a paint-by-number type thing. Exactly. That's what these paint-by-number games are nanograms. They're just... That's a fancy name. Shut up. Um, but yeah, so I'm kind of disappointed that it's, there's no color involved. Because it seems like on the DS, it would be really fun. I, I find it... To come out with like a, a... Well, just like they did before. A Mario Pit Cross, where you're drawing pictures of Peach and, the, and Toad yeah, the and thing is, Bowser they're trying to get, and, This is the frustrating thing about... This is the same thing with Point of Puzzle. They're trying to get different They're trying to get a different demographic. Right. It's this whole Touch Generation series. Right. Where they strip out... What in the past would have a character to get a kid to buy it. it? Yeah, now they're right. stripping all that out and they're making it more sterile, 
which I understand why they're doing it, but I would personally like to see Mario in these games. It just makes it right. more fun to me. Right. I don't think I would buy I don't know. I just like drawing a picture of a soccer player is... I, it's boring to me. But it's kind of bland. Drawing, yeah, if I were drawing, like one of them shows a picture of a cherry, or cherries, or whatever. Kind of boring. But, um, yeah, but I don't there's know. also at Circuit City this week, this is another one of those games where they don't, if they don't have it by 2 p.m. on Tuesday, you get a $20 gift so card. So it'll pay for itself if they don't have it. I'm hoping. Well, I'm sad that I didn't get to preview this next game, which is Professional Fisherman's Tour Northern Hemisphere, which leads me to believe that there will be Professional Fisherman's Tour Southern Hemisphere at some point. I'm looking forward to the Southern Hemisphere more. I don't know enough about the types of fish to know like what fish you wouldn't get just by fishing in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, I don't think they have Alaskan salmon in the Southern Hemisphere. What about so penguins? Might... Penguins live on one... Or well, penguins polar aren't really... Fish. fish. <laughs> no, so, that's all I can come up with. So you don't typically <laughs> fish for penguins. No, but it would be funny. <laughs> okay. I'm really tired and it's hot in this apartment with the air conditioning off. It's like a sauna in this place. <laughs> well, it's because you have the computer in your lap this week. I usually have the computer in my lap. So you're getting all the heat coming off the computer. But So this is a fishing game for the DS... It has intuitive uh, I think you should be able to, like, controls. hold the DS and just go, like, just move it. And cast? cast? Yeah. Or blow? Like, it's got that blow feature where you, you yeah, can blow I, on it. Yeah, I know you can, it has stylish controls for, I guess, like, tugging on the line or something. I'm not, there's really not that much information out there on it. Okay. I'm just hoping that I'll be able to trade my Alaskan salmon for... Maybe a piranha or something when somebody gets the Southern, Southern Hemisphere. Hemisphere edition? Oh. Yeah, that was... $20 oh. on the DS. There aren't any deals. Um, and this next game also fits with the $20 on the DS, no deals. And that is spelling challenges and more, exclamation point. What, what could be more? Some word games. All right. But it's mainly spelling. Like, how do they... How like, do they make that fun? Like, what's the gameplay? You... It's like poker in that you bet money. It's like a spelling bee with money. You bet money. You wager against yourself on whether or not you can get the next... Can you play against other people? or is it No, just... I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, you know how bad of a speller I am? In this game, I'm just... Hmm. I like word games. That's the thing. But... Spelling? I'm trying to figure out how they make this fun. Well, I'm trying to figure out how they do it, because how do you... I mean, is there someone talking, like, in a spelling bee that says, spell Mississippi? <laughs> That's true. How do you spell, how do you do this? Because I, I, I can't know. show you the word you're trying to spell. I don't know, and I have to confess, I didn't really care enough to figure it out exactly. It looks almost like there's, like, almost like a hangman set up where there's little spots for you to fill in. And maybe it describes it, like, you know, spell the state in the United States where... I don't know, something about Mississippi. But anyway. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I'm... Yeah, that's the spelling game. It's spelling. It's going for a whole new demographic there. It's another one of these non-games. I wouldn't say it's a non-game. It's the leapfrog generation. Kidding our video games. But do we even know what age group this is aimed for? 
No, but who's going to buy this? Maybe has different settings. The soccer mom whose kid really sucks at spelling? Yeah, that's going to be a sucky gift to get. I liked it better that day that we were in GameStop, and there was a mom there, and there were, she had two kids. She had, like, a maybe five, six-year-old, and then she had a, no, I would say she's older, so probably, like, seven and four. And the seven-year-old, this was the same girl that I talked out of buying the One Horses game. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the rule in their house was, and I thought it was really good, that in order to get a DS, you had to be able to read. And so the four-year-old was in the process of learning how to read because she was sick of not being able to play her sister's DS. But that's the rule. And I thought that was a good rule. Instead of making your kids play the spelling games, let them play the good games. Wouldn't that be great if the first game she got was the spelling challenges? That would be so mean. (laughs) Good job, honey. You can spell bird and apple. Yes. Okay, the last game, retail game, is World Championship Cards for the PS2 and the PSP. This that is a very was, woohoo type That was of week a woohoo here. for the last game, oh, okay. not woohoo for World Championship so, cards. This has all the kinds of cards besides casino style cards, so it doesn't have poker or blackjack or anything like that. So it has it's the stuff that comes on your computer with when you just buy Windows. Uh, so like that one with the them. four columns. What game is that? Spider Cell or Free Cell? I'm not sure if it has Free Cell or not. Oh, my, there's over thirty games. When are they gonna make a game? With Minesweeper on it. I don't... I want to say that there was something like that for the DS at some point. I'm sorry, I'm just going off topic. Yes, you really are. Don't care anymore. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, but it has over 30 games. Some of them that are listed are Bridge, Rummy, Spades, Hearts, Solitaire, Crazy Eights. Don't um, you have to play Bridge in a group? Yeah, well, it has eight player online. And according to their press release... Mm-hmm. You can play PSP versus PS2 online. So both systems can play together, which is kind of neat. That is neat. It's a shame that it's on such a It's a shame that they have the game. whole next-gen system that they can't make to do this. Like, why can't you play PS2 to PS3 or PSP to PS3? or? Well, I don't, maybe they can. I'm not sure, but they don't have a PS3 version of this. But iToy it has support? iToy support for the hmm. PS2 version. I don't, I'm not quite sure what... The support is, but it's there. And there's no deals for this, but it's $15 for the PS2 and $20 for the PSP. It's a pretty affordable card game. Yeah, it's by the same people who uh, did uh, World Championship Poker. Which that's a pretty decent game. It's okay. I mean, it's a poker game. Yeah. All right, well, moving on to On the DL. Yes. With? Uh, The first game on the DL for the Wii... Virtual console is drop off. Right, and there was some. Well, you and I kind of d- argued over whose responsibility this game was because I traded you to get rid of this game. I traded Spyglass board games and gave you drop off, but you're saying that I didn't trade you, and I don't know that any of us bothered to find out what drop off is. I did. Okay, good. Drop off is a TurboGrafx 16 game, so it's $6. Okay. It is Breakout with Fruit. So What, you're shooting fruit? Or yes. fruit are bouncing off the board? No, if you get hit by the fruit, you die. The fruit are coming down from the top. So they're like slowly so coming down. So blocks, it's fruit. Yes, and so you have Didn't, to hit the wasn't fruit. Wasn't there a game that was all based on Breakout a couple, like three or four episodes Nervous ago? Breakdown, yes. Yeah. 
Nervous Breakdown looks a heck of a lot better than this, but this is an old game. I don't know why you would pay Where's $6 for it. Where does the name Drop-Off come from? It should be like something with fruit. Like Breakout, Drop-Off. I, I guess it's a... Yeah. Maybe right. they were hoping to confuse some people. I don't know. Okay. Well, that could be good if you like Breakout. No, it's not. Don't don't bother with it. All right. Well, <laughs> we played Dynamite Heady, which is the next one, and that's coming out also on the Wii Virtual Console for $8. And this is a platformer game that initially confused me mostly because there's just a lot going on and you don't know who's the bad guys. Yeah, it's it's this is a game by Treasure. Who, but it was good. Yeah, it's a very good game. It's a good platformer. Um, it's a tough game, but it is the precursor to Gunstar Heroes. Okay. Um, in that it's the same type of nice graphics. You are a puppet who can throw your head. Throw your head. And you can get different kinds of, of heads to throw. Yes. Um, Hence the name, Dynamite Heady. Yeah, I guess so. Shut up. <laughs> you are so I wouldn't annoying. Have, I wouldn't have picked up on that one. But so you run, you jump, you throw your head at stuff, you get power ups. Um, if you're familiar with Gunstar Heroes. Same type of thing, except you're not shooting, and it's not quite as good, and there's no co-op. But that makes it sound bad, and it's not bad. It's not bad, it's but it's... a decent platform. Gunstar Heroes is a great game. This is a very good game. Okay, well, is Gunstar Heroes out for the Wii Virtual yes, Console? Yes, it is. Oh. Well, then I don't know what to say. I'm just trying to stick up for these games, because you're being incredibly negative tonight, and you didn't get all the negative games. I didn't make you preview the horses game. Ponies, whatever. <sighs> Marathon, Durandal. Yes. Durandal. Yeah, Durandal, or I. For the 360. Yes. This is Bungie's game before Halo. Oh. Yeah. Did it come out for anything? It came out for the Mac and the PC. Okay. I played it on the Mac. Was it good? For 1995, it was awesome. Okay, but it's not a Halo. No, but it's a lot of similarities. They a lot of stuff that's in Halo. And this you can is see the roots for ten dollars, so that's totally worth it. Well, it could be worth it if if your friends buy it. <laughs> yeah, um, and if you are a fan of shooters from that era, because first-person shooters don't age very well if you weren't a fan of them originally. Okay. Um, this for its time was amazing. Okay. Because of the graphics, were kind of this hand-drawn. Uh, very artistic look to them. They didn't go for the realism, really. Um, which kind of has translated over to Halo. Okay. It's got a different kind of style to it. Um, but you are like a space marine type of thing, uh, or guy, shooting a lot of aliens okay. in corridors. Um, this one, this version has four-player split-screen, eight-player online. It's got co-op, um, from what I can tell, it might have eight-player co-op online. That'd be fun. But I'm not... And I don't it comes with achievements. Well, it comes with achievement, y yes. It's got updated graphics, including a revised HUD. What's HUD? Uh, Heads-up display. It's what shows your ammo and your health. Okay. Um, and I will be picking this up, especially since I got all those points. Okay. Well, hopefully Wombat will, and then you can play together. I don't know if Wombat or Cheapy will pick this up. Well, then you'll have no one. I'll enjoy kidding. it by myself. You have a lot of people to play with. 
All right. Um, I got to do Spyglass board games, which is also coming out for the 360. Um, yeah, it's the $5, $10 combination. Yeah, they've been throwing that out pretty regularly now. Well, because when you don't... When you, if you don't want to spend ten dollars, there's always something there that they can try and get you to spend five dollars. Yes, Wombat well, explained this economics yes. and marketing. It's very smart. I mean, I would never have picked up on that, but as someone who's into marketing, yeah, yeah. So spyglass spy board games are board games, obviously, and there's four of them. So it's chess, checkers, reversi, and mancala. But that sounds. Not appealing to me. No, but that's because chess is, I I, can, I, like I get chess. chess. I get chess. Checkers and I never got into reversi and I did I do know how to play Mancala because as you and I were talking earlier, I had this board game book when I was younger. Uh, I still have it. It's really actually still a fun book and made by Klutz. Yeah. Is that who it was? Yeah. Um and it came with pieces and it had like Sixteen or seventeen board games. So Go, like the game that it was Cheapy was talking about on the Cast was on there, and I learned how to play Mancala, and I learned how to play a lot of other board games that are from all over the world. So while and I was these playing Candyland, these are not four good ones. Seriously, hungry, how long did it take you to master Hungry Hungry Hippos and Candyland? I got bored with those when I was like three. Actually, we never had Candyland, but still. I mean, smashing up colored squares. You either got one colored square or two colored squares. Maybe that's why you can't play board games, and that is probably why you always lose at the, ga- the game that we play. Racco. You're undefeated at Racco. I won't I play am. that. You're a sore loser. But maybe if you play less Candyland and a little more intelligent kind of games. So I don't know. It's four games for $5. And it has vision cam support, right? So you can see the so you can other see person. the people that you're playing. I don't know. The thing that I don't like is all of those games are two player games, and it seems like stuff like that. Like Uno's fun when you can get a big group of people, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be staring at the one same per- the same person, person playing checkers. I'm not quite there yet in my video gaming <laughs> career that I'm playing against one person in checkers. I hope you... Yeah, I'm not there yet either. Star Soldier, coming out for the Wii Virtual <laughs> Virtual Console. Yeah, this is the NES version of uh, Star Soldier, which is a vertical shoot-em-up. Uh, you're in a space uh, vehicle, and you're shooting a lot of stuff. There's already a better version of this out on the Virtual Console. Super Star Soldier. Yes, uh, for the TurboGrafx-16 was brought over. So I, these NES-era uh, shmups don't age very well because there just wasn't the power there to have the craziness that you need in a shmup. Okay. Uh, so I can't really recommend this one. It was okay for its time, but... Okay, well, that's the last game we have to talk about. So the moral of today's show is that by Mario Strikers. And Picross, probably. And Picross. And there was something else you were talking about. Brave Story, eventually. Yeah. If you ever get me Bratz ponies, I'll probably throw something at you. Be very mad for a long time. I uh, won't do that. You ended... <laughs> we I nixed that when you bought me Nintendogs. Mm. Yeah. Well, 
let's get to the wrap up because yeah, we're, there's yeah, we're going long. We're just over an hour now. So dig us, please. Um, we're a couple away from 200 digs, right? We might be over 200 digs at this point, but we but are we still a few need away from the digs. front page. Yes, so we need about 30 more. And dig we'll us. The front page of um, check us out on iTunes as. Always check out Cheap Ass Gamer, and you didn't include this on the list, but they should go on to podcastawards.com. Yes, podcastawards.com and vote for the CADcast. Which is up for two awards. Yes. Overall general best. People's choice. Right. And then gaming. gaming. Yes. So definitely vote for those, and you can vote once a day. So you should be voting once a day. And you can always email us at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com. Or keg4play. I think it's just 4play at cheapassgamer.com. So check out the written version on Cheap Ass Gamer, and we'll see you guys next week when hopefully there's more interesting stuff coming out. And we probably still won't have a baby. No. No babies. Bye. Playboy. Everybody wants to hear my Playboy philosophy Cause I look like stars when I'm smoking my cigar They wanna be just like me I know in their hearts